You are now listening to Mike's Opinion. Logic Unleashed. That's right, you are now listening to the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. How are you doing today? You know I always want to know, how are you doing out there? COVID-19, SARS-2, coronavirus, the Delta, Lambda, the Mu variants are out there. I hope you don't have them. hope you don't get them. I hope you're doing good. If you got it, I hope you recover quickly. And if you recovered, I hope you don't get it again. So, now that that's out the way, today we're going to talk about masturbation. That's right. So, if you got young kids listening. If you are sensitive, if you have religious restrictions, go to another episode. Listen to Circadian Rhythms. That's an interesting episode. Listen to one of my many 70 plus episodes. Other than this one, if masturbation bothers you for whatever reason. But I can tell you, after doing the research for this episode, I know how I personally feel about masturbation. But after doing the research we're just fine those that choose to rub one out we're good in fact it's all good and i'm not talking about sources like jackoff.com no 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 i'm talking about medical sources psychological sources psychiatry sources all the sources say that masturbation is not only cool and good for you, but it may have fantastic benefits as well. I will dive deeper into that in a minute. I found some, I, I hesitate to call it disturbing because at the end of the day, it's natural, right? This is self-discovery we're talking about, but I'll, I'll share that information in just a minute. Part of me might have said that I was aghast at some of the information. Oh, what? But when I thought about it, you know, I'm like, I could understand it. I could understand it. But like I said, I'm going to get into that in, in, in just a minute. But masturbation, you know, I would dare say most, if not all, of the people listening to this and the pets that might be listening to this have touched themselves in regards to self-satisfaction. Do you do it? Did you do it today? Did you do it two, three, four times today? I don't know. And I don't want to go TMI, so I'm not going to go into my personal habits because you don't want to know that. Or if you do want to know that in relation to this episode, Hit me up, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Again, that's Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. I still respond to everybody that reaches out. Thank you for those that have. And it may take me a, a few days, maybe even a week or so, but I, I do get back to you. I do get back to you personally. I don't have that assigned to anyone. So yeah. And that's why I named this art, uh, this, uh, this episode, the art or shame. Of self-satisfaction. Because to some people, they are good to themselves. They love themselves very well with no shame. And to some, they feel guilt and shame. And those feelings, both the good and the bad, are, you know, dependent upon a multitude of factors. If we were raised in a certain environment uh, by certain people that say, stop doing that you know, or, or, you know, religious restrictions, or if you were raised in, you know, just, Hey, come on. When you finish, come out. Like, you know, that, that you were raised by people that it didn't bother them. They just let you do what they, you know, whatever you're going to do, just do it. Now, in my research, I have found that it can be derogatory. For instance, if you're skipping your chores or your daily activities, if you canceling plans, 
with family or friends or business appointments or skipping work, you might want to chill. You might want to slow down on that, you know. But when I think about that, I was like, how good is it to you that you just, yo, I'm, I'm, yo, I'm not going to make it in today. Yeah. Well, why? Well, no, I'm not sick. No, but yeah, I, mm, I rubbed one out six times and I'm going to go for 12. So I'm just not going to be able to make it. You know what I'm saying? So if it's that type of situation, you know, you miss an important social events or even you get decreased sensitivity. In, in, in your, in your genitalia because of that, then, yeah, you may want to just, you just may want to chill, slow down. And the test really of any addiction is stoppage, right? If you can stop, if you can go a day, two, three, four days without doing that, then you might still have control over that. But like I said, you know, for the, that, that's really one of the, the only few side of, you know, bad side things that I, uh, bad facts that I found out about masturbation. Um, and you know, if, if, if it gets to that point, to that point, the first known use of the word masturbation was in 1603, according to the research that I found. Now, I find it hard to believe that Let's just say the Egyptians for lack of a better time period that comes to mind. But going back thousands of years that they didn't have a word for it. They may not have called it masturbation, but surely people were doing it back then. I would dare say masturbation probably spans the dawn of time all the way back to the dawn of time to the first human. And it was like, hey. What's this thing down here? And you touch it and you go, oh, oh, that feels way different when I touch myself there versus if I touch myself on my arm or if I touch my kneecap or something like that. That stimulation, the noticeable stimulation is just that immediately noticeable, right? It feels tickly. It feels, it feels different. It feels wonderful when I touch myself down there. Let's explore that. So I'm pretty sure this has been going on for a long time. So I'm not sure how accurate, maybe in, in recent times, the actual word itself, masturbation may have come to light in the year 1603. Perhaps. Now, the definition, the actual definition of the word masturbation is as follows. Stimulate one owns genitals for sexual pleasure. Hmm? Stimulate the genitals of someone to give them sexual pleasure. There was an example sentence. They masturbated each other in the long grass below the tennis courts. I found that an odd example sentence. Why they gotta be in the grass and why they gotta be below the tennis courts. But if you look up masturbation, des- uh, masturbation definition, you will find that sentence, which I think bears repeating. They masturbated each other in the long grass below the tennis courts. I, I envision all kind of stuff just reading that sentence. I'm like, wow, wow. But I guess you can come up with any other visuals for that. Another definition is erotic stimulation, especially of one's own genitalia. Yeah. So, if you... Is it really masturbation if you touch someone else, though? According to these definitions, it is. You can masturbate someone else. But to me, that sexual activity is not necessarily intercourse... But if I'm fingering a girl or she's giving me a handy, you know, I, that's that's more than masturbation to me. Right. That's just how I feel about it. And just some. Some side and you may have some some different verbiage for these, but some of the slangs are abuse oneself, which I don't think that should be a- applicable. Because you're not really abused. Are you abusing yourself? I don't think so. Practice self-abuse was another one. I was like, what? 
that's not abuse. I don't abuse myself. I don't know what they doing when they test themselves, but they, if this, if they abuse themselves, they doing it wrong. That's all I'm saying. They doing it wrong. Play with oneself. Touch oneself. Practice onanism. I had never heard that word before in my life. Onanism. Slang wank. Or uh, vulgar slang is wank. Wank. Wank off. Jerk off. Jack off. Toss off. Bring oneself off. Beat off. Beat the meat. Beat off. Frig. I never heard frig. You've been friggin'? That must be like, like in the UK or something. Hey lad, you're gonna take a frig. So, if I'm ever in the UK, I'll know what they talk about. Of course, whack off. Rub one out. Self-love. Slide the salami. Whack the baloney. <laughs> you know, for a lot of people, this is just a taboo subject. They don't want to talk about it. They want to do it in private by themselves when no one's home. Or, you know, when they're in their car or in the bathroom at work or wherever you choose to do it. Or, or in the long grass under the tennis court. You know, hey, I don't judge. I do not judge. What even brought this? you like, yo, Mike, why are you talking about masturbation? Well, for those of you that follow me, you know I have a young son. Okay, his birthday is coming up. And he's going to be celebrating his last single digit. And my wife and I have had to confront this issue. Okay? And I've talked to him. He's a boy. Turn him into a man. Mom's like, yo. You handle this one. I mean, she's interjected. She's talked to him about it. Matter of fact, she's the one who caught him first. Yeah, yeah. If you, those of you had kids, it's an inevitable situation. If you have a child that you, that doesn't masturbate, well, kudos to you. Kudos to you. I don't know any parents that don't. They, we all have to confront this at some, some point and have this talk which is one of many talks. I almost said uncomfortable talks, but they're just sometimes unexpected because you don't know when it's going to happen. I don't want to say it's uncomfortable because it's natural. It's, I mean, here in the United States, in which I reside, sex is still, ooh, you know, supposedly, it's supposed to be between a married man and a married woman, Right? There's not supposed to be any gay people. There's not supposed to be sex outside of marriage. There's not supposed to be um, uh, uh, masturbation. There's not supposed to be any of that. Which is total bullshit. I don't mean to be frank. But it's total bullshit. 100% total bullshit. You know, the, 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 the American story that they sell us is you go all through grade school, all through high school, all through college virgin, right? Fall in love sometimes between being in college and being being in the workforce. Get married somewhere around what? 28-ish, between 28 and 35? That's when you're supposed to have your first sexual experience. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Fuck out of here with that. And I'm going to tell you, the science backs it. Not my opinion. Not Mike's opinion. Not the Mike's Opinion podcast. Nope. Science. And this is where I said it got a little, little strange for me because I didn't know, right? I didn't know. There is a government website. Now, I mentioned earlier, I, I, I do, I do research for any of these episodes. Just in, in an effort to, to give you the most accurate and current information. Information that I may not know. So in fact, this is more than just Mike's opinion. This is Mike's researched opinion. Huh? This is a medical, a government medical website. And I, I'll, I'll put the links. And I always say I'm going to put the links. I forget y'all to put the links. I'll publish the episode and I forget to put the links in there. And I apologize because I always say I'm going to put the links. I'm going to do my best to remember to put the links. So y'all won't be like, yo, that's just Mike Perv. No, no. We all got a little perv in us, by the way, just to let, let you know. You call it what you will. But I don't have no crazy outlandish stuff. I'm, I'm what would be considered 
normal-ish. Anyway, according to this study, and I've looked at several studies, be prepared to be shocked because I was. And maybe you know this already. But the median age at the first masturbatory incident was 19 and a half months old. Yeah. Yes. The range was between 4 and 36 months in this study. The median masturbation frequency, four times a day. And the, the median duration was 3.9 minutes. Now, first of all, let me just pause. I, I am in no way an advocate of anything sexual involving children. I need to be stern, forthcoming, and echo this. The only reason that I'm mentioning this is to give you the full scope of the information that I found. And in conjunction, mentioning it, you know, what my wife and I are dealing with, with my son. This information regarding when we start touching ourselves for sexual pleasure was I, I didn't know. It was unusual to me. However, when my wife and I were discussing this and facing this situation, which we believe we have under control now, it was really never out of control. It just, it just raised its head unexpectedly and was like, what? This, oh, we got to deal with this now. And we did. But my wife claims my son was doing it in the womb. Yes, you heard me correctly. My wife claims my son was touching himself in the womb. Yes. She says we got it on the, the ultrasound or the sonogram, you know, the one where you get the pitch. She says you can see he was, and I said he was just holding his joint, yo. His dad's from New York. He was like, yo, what's up, son? He was posing. He's had that picture. All he needed was a New York fitted on. You know what I'm saying? He's holding his nuts. She said, nope. She said, nah. She said, wasn't like that. She said, he was touching himself. So, I'm not going to go on. I've got paragraphs regarding this information. You can look it up yourself. But the ratio in that study, or excuse me, in, in, in masturbation. I'll move away just from, from that particular area. But the ratio was three to one. Female to male. More females supposedly masturbate than females. Now listen. I was also surprised to find that out as a statistic. Yes, I really was. Because, you know, the, 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 the stigma typically is guys, right? Guys, you know. And by the way, I, I read an article on my neighborhood app that said, Somebody found, uh, they reported to the police, some guy was standing outside somebody's window jerking off. So there's that. I don't know that I've always, you know, heard of any woman doing that. But there was a woman my wife used to work with who used to do it at work. Like a lot, like through her pants in the open while she was talking to people. And people said she probably didn't notice and even after they had talked to her and her boss had talked to her, she still did it. Yeah. So there's that. How do you feel about masturbation? And when did you start? Now, I know you'd be like, yo, Mike, there's no way in hell I'm shooting you an email at MikeSpinionShow at gmail.com and tell you when I started masturbating. Well, why not? Why not? Huh? We're all adults here. I think it's mostly adults. According to my analytics, there's the adults that are listening um, to the Mike's Opinion podcast. So, you know, 
I'm just, you know, curious. We don't kind of go into no detail how, where, when, and all of that. You can just say, you know, the age. Now, if you're a fine young lady and you want to go into detail, go ahead then. Send me some pictures. No, I'm just playing. Or am I? Am I? Am I? Um, but, you know, I think that the stigma about it, and I'm not saying we should just all start masturbating in public. No, it is a private endeavor, and I believe that's where it should stay. It should stay private. Yes. We don't need to be wanking off all the places. Masturbation is a very common activity. It's a natural and safe way to explore your body, feel pleasure, and to release built-up sexual tension. Here's a sentence from one of the websites. And like I said, I only went to medical websites. That was the one government medical website I went to. And then all medical in some form, psychological, biological, you know, all medical. This sentence reads, it occurs among people of all backgrounds, all genders, and all races. So, in an effort to get rid of our dividers, all these things that divide us, and things, you know, highlight things that bring us together as humans on this earth. We all masturbate. It is common amongst all of us. Let's hold on to that thought. Let's share that in common. Not the details, not the specifics, but just that we all do it. Can that be the thing that brings us together on earth? Can that be the one component that can unify human beings? I'm a dreamer, y'all. Y'all know that. But I, I, it would be wonderful. I don't care what did it, whether it be masturbation or chocolate cake. Doesn't matter. If something would bring us together and stop focusing so much on our differences and, 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 and focus more on the things that we have in common. And let's, let's build on those commonalities that we have so we can love each other. But I digress. As I always do, I digress. Now, one other negative thing when I was doing this research, you know, out of the, all of the good things, which I'm going to continue on, the good things in just a minute, excessive masturbation can harm your relationship and everyday life. You know, but other than that, masturbation is fun, normal, and a healthy act. But masturbation can, can make some people feel guilty. If you were raised in certain religions, certain organized religions, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a bad thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is a bad thing to touch yourself. Self gratification is bad. You can, like I said, get addicted to it. And I mentioned some things that, how that can interfere. And I, I urge you to seek help for anything that you know you need help with, but if you don't know you need help, I gave you, you know, some examples. If you're skipping events, if you're skipping work, if you're ducking out from family, if, if, if you're doing that just to masturbate, then you need to chill. But I don't think that's the case for most of us. Here's something that I, I did not know. Actually, I, I won't say that I didn't know, but I thought the opposite was true. There were two studies in 2009 that found that the use of a vibrator among women and men has been linked to increased desire, arousal, and overall sexual function. Now, maybe it's just me and my travels. I have met some women that now refrain from using electronic devices vibrators and whatnot because it desensitized them. They had done it so much, like they broke devices, wore out batteries, to the point where like a like a, another human couldn't do anything for them. And it took so much of that electronic stimulation. So they had to chill on it. They had to dead that. And they don't use them anymore because of where that journey took them. 
and I think it's just on the, 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 the fact that too much of anything is not good. You can drink too much water and die. You can have too much air. Okay. And those are basic fundamentals of, of life, but those fundamentals are, are things that we need to survive, but you can have too much of those. And I think it's no different with, um, electronic stimulation or even non-electronic stimulation. But they mentioned in that, those studies that women and men, right? And men. I don't know about y'all dudes, right? And I know as of late, I've seen some interesting, for lack of a better word, devices out there for men. But I ain't never been, I've had no need for electronic anything for me. And maybe I'm missing out. And I remember seeing full body dolls in the, um, the Asian, in, in certain Asian countries that some men were dating and keeping and in love with. I need mine to be fully human, fully female, and non-electronic. That's just my preference. I need a live human female. And I'll go on to say willing female, conscious female, awake, alert, and willing. In the words of the deceased Marvin Gaye, we miss you, brother. He had a song that says, it was titled, I Want You. And in the song, it says, I want you, but I want you to want me to. Get it? That's what I'm talking about. That is what I'm talking about. You know, and we can mutually masturbate. We can do whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? With my wife's blessing, of course, but that's a whole nother episode. There's a great episode with my wife and I called We Just Had Sex. You may want to go check that out. Yes. And you'll understand why I said that. But in that 2000, in those two 2009 studies, uh, a study is that women also repeat, uh, reported increased lubrication, while men reported better erectile, dis, uh, better, better erectile function from the use of a vibrator. Maybe I need to get my vibrator on, but I don't, I don't really have no erection problems. Not that you needed to know that. I know that's TMI, but it just seemed like the natural evolution of that sentence. So, um, dudes, to my men's out there, yo, masturbation can affect sensitivity during sex for men because of their technique. And research has shown that if you grip your jammy too tight, yo, that Bozak, who know what the word Bozak mean? Yo, 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 you know that? Who my Bozak people? Anyway, it's another just slang term for penis. But if you grip your joint too tight, you can decrease your sense, uh, uh, sense, Sensation, your sense of uh, feeling down there. So, yo, don't do that. Benefits of masturbation is a healthy sexual activity. It's many benefits, some of which are relieving built-up stress, sleeping better, boosting your mood, make you feel more relaxed, of course, feel pleasure. This one I didn't know. Supposedly, you can relieve cramps. So if you're cramping, ah, you know, you ate something, whatever, go handle up. Handle your business. Might relieve your cramps. Of course, it relieves, uh, relieves, uh, relieves sexual tensions. You can have better sex. You better understand your wants and needs. Now, what I'm about to mention next, I think is huge and something that I didn't know. In a 2016 study, a study done in the year 2016, they found that the risk of prostate cancer decreased by 20% in men who ejaculated at least 21 times a month. Did you hear what I just said? You can reduce your chances of prostate cancer by 20% if you ejaculate at least 21 times a month. Now, for those of those that are in long-term relationships, for those that are married, if you're knocking boots at least 21 times a month, I have something for you. 
That's applause. That's me clapping. Because that's 21 times a month. Yo, where you get the energy and the time, especially if you have kids, bravo. You need to be applauded. But the reason why this is associated with masturbation is, is because most time copulation and getting together with your significant other doesn't happen 21 times a month, especially if you're over 19 or I'd say over 25, maybe over 35. I don't know. My wife still says I'm 17. And if you listen, I think in that episode, um, the one I was mentioning, uh, titled, we just had sex, the one with my wife. I think that's the episode because my wife's been a couple episodes, but I think that's the one where we talk about this thing called the 365 day challenge. My wife proposed the 365 day challenge, which basically says have sex every day. And when she stepped to me with this, I was like, yo, let's do this. And she couldn't hang, y'all. She couldn't hang. And I'm considerably older than my wife. And I was happy to say, I won that. I won that. Uh, a 2003 study also discovered a similar link between frequent ejaculation and, and lower prostate cancer risk. So there's some quick answer. If you get caught, like if in your household, if you're a dude, right? Because prostate cancer is really relative to dudes, I believe, to, to men. And your, your wife does not condone your self-gratifying endeavors. You can always fire back, but hun, I'm, I'm lowering my prostate, my prostate cancer risk. I'm doing it for love. I'm doing it for you. I want to be here for you. So I'm only doing this for science. I'm doing this for medical reasons. This is for, this is for my health. This is for our marriage. May the luck of the Irish be with you for those that are in relationships where you can't truly be yourself. That's all I can say. I, I, and I mean that because, wow. Wow. Yeah. But there is no evidence that ejaculating regularly protects against advanced prostate cancer. You know what I'm saying? Advanced prostate cancer is too far gone. Masturbation causes your body to release a number of hormones. Did you know that? You may have known that because we, we feed these pleasure centers, right? So some of those hormones include dopamine, also known as the happiness hormone. And that's related to your brain's reward system. When you masturbate, it also uh, releases endorphins, which is the, the body's natural pain reliever. And they also are involved in de-stressing and mood boosting, boosting your mood. So your endorphins and dopamine are there. Oxytocin. And I don't think that's like Oxycontin. O-X-Y-T-O-C-I-N. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. That hormone is also called the love hormone. And it's associated with social bond bonding. So when you're bonding with yourself, you're letting out some, your, 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 your hormones, you're secreting some oxytocin, talking, oxytocin, maybe. Also released is testosterone. Huh? And that's the hormone is released, uh, is released during sex to improve stamina and arousal. It's also released when you have sexual fantasies. And that's according to a 2011 uh, study. Yeah. Another hormone that's released when you masturbate is prolactin. And that is a hormone that plays an important role in lactation and also influences your mood and immune system. Yeah. Mm hmm. So all of those hormones, those good hormones are released when you masturbate. So is it any wonder why humans basically do this from very early age? I'll just put it like that. And while a lot of us do it regularly when you can, you know, find the time to do so. Yeah. So, if you're feeling a little low, go rub one out. And, I, you know, I don't care one way or another, and I won't say I won't care. It's none of my business one way or another 
if you choose to, if you just refrain, or if you are a complete opposition to masturbation. It's your life. It's up to you. So I'm like I said, I'm not here to judge. Um, have you ever heard there's a term that I, I I they say it's a regular term, and I say they, some of these um medical websites that I went to to research this. Post nut clarity. Now, first of all, the word nut being used there in a medical, and these are major medical, these are not obscure medical websites, right? Post nut clarity. And that's the idea where your brain suddenly feels focused after you have an orgasm. I remember, <laughs> I remember a scene, I'm laughing because it was funny. Uh, the scene in this movie called Something About Mary, I believe it was called, and Cameron Diaz and, uh, ah, I can't remember the dude's name, but his friend was urging him. He had this date with this hot chick who was Cameron Diaz, of course, and it's like, no, dude, you can't go to on a date horny. There's no way you'll freak out. Rub one out, masturbate before the date. He did so, and he lost his ejaculation. He went to clean up and didn't know where it went. Sadly for him, she came to the door moments after he finished, rung his doorbell. He opened the door, and his ejaculate was hanging from his earlobe, semi-dried. Yeah, very embarrassing situation. Of course, that was a comedy, and that moment was funny because the audience didn't know where it had went until he opened the door either. Yeah, so that post-nut clarity supposedly is a, is a medical thing. Some people become more focused. And frankly, just from a logic because you know it's logic unleashed here, right? It seems like if you don't want to be a super, super duper horn dog, it seems logical, right? You should do a little self-service before your date. You're more relaxed, endorphins, dopamine, and all the hormones are released, and you don't feel as as eager, even though, even though some women, I'm hetero 100%, so whatever it is to you, man, woman, whatever. But for me as women, some of y'all look so good. And this is why I tell my wife, you know, after being together for 11 years, I'm still, I can't take my eyes with my hands off her. I just, she just looks so good. Just walking around here. Oh, I, mm. Ooh, I love my wife. I, I truly do. And she is just fine to me, to me. And anywhere else I take her. Oh, she's so beautiful. This and that. Anyway, so a lot of people do find that masturbation helps them concentrate better. They do it before work, before studying, before taking a test. Some people have said that it gives them the direct opposite. They get foggy brain and they can't think straight for a minute. I've heard hearsay in the, in the female circles. That if they want something from a man, the best time to ask him is right after he just busted nut. Right after he's just ejaculated. Ladies, shoot me an email. I would really know if any of y'all think that's true or have utilized it and it's working for you. Again, Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Let me know if that's worked for you. Do you hit your man up? Right afterwards, you know, honey, I've been looking at that new Jaguar or that new Benz, this tennis bracelet or, you know, whatever you want, you know, a new vacuum cleaner. I don't know. Whatever. I, I just, when researching this, I just found myself, you know, smiling because I, I just, I'm like, people are going to be bugging when they hear some of this stuff. Uh, anyway, masturbation can help you fall asleep. And a lot of this time, you know, masturbation itself is just not because ejaculation can help you fall asleep, right? Yo, fellas, you ever put your girl to sleep? Hmm? You ever rock that? And she just turn over and just, hmm, and start snoring? 
You feeling like the man, like beating on your chest, like Tarzan, like, yeah, I did that. Put her to sleep. Yeah, I remember this, this, uh, I came up with a song of this by Ice Cube, but he was like, my Jimmy runs deep, so deep, put that ass to sleep. Shout out to Cube. Self-esteem can be boosted after you masturbate. Now, like I said, some people feel shame. They feel guilty. Oh no, I just, I just jacked off. Just jerked off. Do you feel like that? I, I don't feel like that. I don't think anybody should. It is a natural thing. Many sex therapists, and I don't know how you feel about them, but they exist. They're legitimate sexual sex therapists out there. But they suggest masturbating regularly. Whether you're single or partnered, they say get it in. It's healthy for you. Uh, there's evidence that masturbating can help you maintain a healthy sex drive. Another 2009 study, well, they was doing some real studying back in 2009. You know, they, they, they tie masturbation to a, a healthy, a healthy life, lifestyle. Now, this next tidbit of information that I'm going to mention was something I was completely unaware of. I did not know existed. And a lot of women you hear PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, PCOS. A lot of women suffer from that. And I'm definitely not making light of that at all. I'm not making light of this next situation, which is called POIS. Has anybody heard of POIS? Hmm? POIS is with men, and it stands for post-orgasmic illness syndrome. And what that is, is when they become ill immediately after ejaculation. And it doesn't matter whether it's spontaneous sex, masturbation, sexual intercourse. I didn't know that existed. And on a serious note, just like with PCOS, if you're a dude out there that suffers from POIS, you have my deepest heartfelt consideration and concern. And I hope that there's a cure and I hope you can get past it. Because I didn't know that was a thing until I started researching masturbation. I've never heard it from none of my boys. I've never seen it in a movie. I've never read about it anywhere until researching this. That that is an actual syndrome. Yo, dudes, to my mans out there, yo, can you imagine getting seriously like ill, like sick right after you bust? That would be a problem. It would make you not want to do that, right? So, ladies, if you ever, you know, God would have dude, you may want to ask him, you know, if you, if you, if you ever, Met a guy and you know he didn't want to have sex, and you think it's you. He may have POIS, and you may want to talk to him about it. You may want to just ask him. There's some some odd rumors out there growing up that I heard. You know that that masturbation can make you go blind, or you can grow hair on your hands. None of which are true. Those are completely false. And usually floated amongst teens or preteens as a giggly thing, you know, and it's probably derived from somebody's parents who didn't really have good ammunition to talk about. And it's just like, don't do it. You're going to go blind. You're going to go blind. Has anybody out there told you that when you was a kid to try to deter you from doing it? Because, you know, hey, some people, when they want to, you know, there's something they like. They want a lot of it. Yeah. There was a question posed in um, in one of these uh, medical websites. It says, if you masturbate every day, whether to completion or not, is it healthy or safe? And the answer was, masturbating every day or even more than once a day is perfectly healthy and safe, whether or not you have an orgasm. 
So I find that to be refreshing. That is refreshing information as far as I'm concerned. So yeah, do you find that refreshing? I do. I've got a very interesting tidbit of information regarding masturbation and the graham cracker. Teddy Grahams and all of these graham crackers, the the foundation of the s'more. You know, you got your graham cracker, your marshmallow, your, your chocolate bar, then graham cracker. Yeah. Huh? So, according to my research, the graham cracker, wait for it, was invented to stop people from masturbating. <laughs> yes. You heard it correct. The graham cracker was invented to help stop people from experiencing sexual desires. The man behind them was a reverend, one Reverend Sylvester Graham, hence the graham cracker. He was a Presbyterian minister who became obsessed with healthy living. He believed that lust could cause serious issues such as epilepsy, spinal disease, and even early death of your offspring. Yes, he advocated for a strict vegetarian diet, high in fiber, low in lust. Yes, he did. Yeah, so think about that. The next time you eat a graham cracker, or if you're trying to stop yourself, maybe go get, go grab a box of them, them grams. And maybe see if it's effective. I don't know, because I love graham crackers. They are delicious. Sometimes I put some cream cheese on them. Sometimes I put some jelly on them. Sometimes I put some chocolate on them. I'm not really a s'mores dude. There is some dispute, though, whether Reverend Graham himself actually invented the graham cracker. uh, Because some sources say he did so in 1829. Other people say... That graham crackers didn't exist until 1882, which was 31 years after he died. So, shout outs to my man, Reverend Graham, for trying to stop us from doing the nasty with ourselves. And I don't think it's nasty at all. Like I said, by all research says that, hey, it's all good. That we are good being good to ourselves you know what I'm saying so don't fret for those that jerk it jerk it jerk it you know what I'm saying we're going to be alright we are going to be alright so my wife and I told you the real whole reason why I came to this episode this, this subject for this episode because m- my wife and I are dealing with and like I said, we pretty much got it under control. And uh, I talked with my son, and I talked with him honestly about it. I will not go into any any specifics or details. Uh, I you know I don't want to make him feel any guilt or shame associated with it. At the same time, I don't want him going just bananas with it. No pun intended. The statistics say, and it was no specific numbers, that some people masturbate every day or more than once a day. Some do it once a month. Some do it once a year. That every person is different when it comes to this in terms of those numbers. And like I said, you know, you, you know, masturbation has no physical or, or emotional effects and uh, there are a number of, of mental health and physical health um, advantages to it as well. So I, I, I really want you to, if you're, if you're really interested in learning more information, check out the links. And like I said, I'm going to do my best to remember to put them in. And I don't go back and do it because it messes up the, 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 the publishing and, and the order and stuff. So I try not to do that. Because I don't want to mess things up. But frankly, my opinion is there's no problem with self-discovery. And as long as it doesn't hinder you in any way. Hopefully you learned some things 
about masturbation today and that you realize that if you do it, if you're one of those people to feel guilty because of it, or you have a significant other that you have to hide it. On the latter, you know, ask that person if who's trying to get you to refrain if they do it ever. Because apparently this is this is very commonplace amongst all humans. Let's let's take masturbation out of the closet. Not go around and do it all, but just the subject itself. Let's let's just accept that, hey, we all do it. Right? And if you don't do it, cool. Ain't nobody forcing you to do it, anybody urging you to do it. Let's just be truthful with another with one another and and let's just keep it where I guess it needs to be, you know. Your private self-love time. You know, now if you want to do some of this with your significant other, do what you do what you want to do then. Do what you want to do. I thank you for listening sincerely. From the bottom of my heart, if you have the opportunity, I would like for you to please support the show, please, whether you do that financially or um, support me by, you know, sharing, liking, commenting, subscribing and doing all of those things. Um, that'd be greatly appreciated. As always, I do hope that you are OK. I hope you're doing fine out there. Winter is coming. And I don't I think that's a, a, a Game of Thrones reference. I don't mean it that way because. I just don't mean it that way, but winter is actually coming. So get prepared because, you know, hopefully we can have a joyous holiday season. Halloween is right around the corner. Who are you going to be for Halloween? Let me know. Mike's Opinion Show at gmail.com. Let me know. Who are you going to be this Halloween? I think I'm going to be one of those blow up dinosaurs like a T Rex. The big, fluffy blow up. They're fun. Not too scary, you know, anything like that. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Mike, and this is the Mike's Opinion Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to Mike's Opinion, Logic Unleashed.